2: What up, ladies and gentlemen? S-H-I-T, so happy it's Thursday! So happy! Hernan C.S. here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host,
3: The Insurance Bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance, and as always, we have another fun-filled show for you today. In fact, today's is extra special. You want to know why? Why? Because we've been collecting shoes for the homeless this year, and thanks to our listeners, we are just three pairs away from reaching our goal of 365 in that spirit we're proud to announce that we have found a fantastic organization where to send them today's guests are coming to us from a long-standing san diego charity this organization has held true to its roots and remains a personable and humble local charity helping at risk youth in san diego since 1986 having served a combined 38 years from care house please welcome Phil Duncan, and Rachel Dembler. Thank you both so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. Man, 38 combined years.
2: That's, I know, it, made it makes me sound, sound old, old though, right? Yeah. Thanks, dude, man. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah. It is what it is. Nobody knows exactly how it all splits out. So okay, nobody know? does math.
2: Nobody does yeah. math. Yeah, it's
3: fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I can't math. I can't math. Yeah. All
2: right, before we get into this conversation, ladies and gents, I got to remind you guys, we're still raising shoes. So if you, I know we only need three, but if you got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, <laughs> we can always raise more than 365. That's always been a, a nice part of helping out people. We can raise more. So hit James up, 619-884-0045, or James at csfirst.com. He'll ride over in his Harley and pick up those shoes, give you an Instagram story, keep you anonymous. Completely up to you. By the way, the guy's in the insurance business, so if you need home, auto, commercial, life, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business, maybe you have a tax office or a mortgage office, something like that, we do the heavy lifting for you. We just want to put you in a position where we can cut you a check. If you want to know how, you got to hit up James, 619-884-0045 or csfirst.com. Show sponsor for today is DroneQuote.net. It is something sunny outside, so make make sure you guys go to dronequote.net forward slash business bros to start buying solar right there. Don't wait for somebody to knock on your door, sit through a bunch of presentations. Dronequote.net forward slash business bros. They'll come out with a drone, take the measurements of your rooftop, send it to the roofing companies and the solar companies. You sit back, look at all the companies drop quotes in your inbox. Pick the one that works for you. Easy peasy. Dronequote.net forward slash business
3: bros. Woo! Easy, breezy, beautiful, dronequote.net slash business bros. There you go. All right, <laughs> guys. Hey, hey. I want to know a little bit about
2: you guys individually and how you got into the business. So I'm going to start with Phil. How did you get into
0: this whole organization? So uh, uh, about 15 years ago, um, Carehouse uh, had come to a church that I, that I went to at that time and mm-hmm. had a presentation and they call it like a missions fair. Mm-hmm. So I walked up to the booth and... Um, I, I come from a, a broken family, a uh, single mother raised three boys. Um, and the, the ministry that they were serving was, you know, homeless at risk youth and, and families with single mothers, those kids just tend to not have all the support that they mm-hmm. need. And, um, it just resonated. And, uh, one of my friends, a guy named Wes and I just said, Hey, let's do something like we're just, we're just not doing anything with our lives and our free time and we went to the care house organization and met met a bunch of the kids there and um like i just fell in love with um the the mission that they were on which is to to really uh, engage um engage our our uh, community and engage in san diego um and and not not from a we're here to help you, but actually serving them with the needs that they had, like helping them with food and with clothes and with, um, backpacks and just like taking them to places like Disneyland. And they've done cool things like take some kids to Poland that they would never go. And, and recently we've taken them to Hawaii and just done things. Life experiences that they wouldn't
2: otherwise have had just because of the cards
0: they were dealt. Exactly. And, and that really in my life, I was fortunate to have people that gave me hope and gave me a role model and, and invested in me and and that is what allowed me to become who I am. You know, I'm a business owner. I I now employ people. I I try to serve the community. I try to make money to take care of people and, and donate when I can and serve when I can. So it, um that's isn't really it, isn't it funny how like,
2: you know, we live in a world where there's a facade of who we are that we see online. Right. But there's also that same facade. If you, if you just people watch, like you, Mm -hmm. you see somebody and you kind of have this impression, this judgment that you have in your head, good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter what it is. Um, but, you see somebody and you don't actually know what goes on in their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. You might see the receptionist at the front desk and she's, you know, helping greet you or whatever. You don't know that, you know, maybe she's going through a divorce. Or, you know, you, you see this kid walking up and you don't know that he hasn't eaten in twenty-four hours or mm-hmm. you know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes of, of people's lives. And it's it's really awesome to know and meet people that are going and helping these people. Move through those difficulties that, you know, you're there not just in the front, like just, you know, not just the facade part, but actually digging deep and helping them like build that little bit of confidence, giving them the opportunity to not follow in the footsteps that they were put into to like literally steer them in a new direction and give them an opportunity to better their lives.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's a part of one of the um, opportunities they give is certain kids we come across. Um, qualify for a scholarship so some of them might be stuck in a in a bad performing school and we're able to um we have a partnership with the rock academy and and they they give them um like a full ride to have a different education opportunity that they would never never have received otherwise
2: speaking of the cards you were dealt Rachel, tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about, about your experience at the foundation. I mean, mm-hmm. yours is a little bit different. Phil kind of walked in and decided he wants to, you know, change lives. Your life was changed. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, while well, I got involved with Carehouse, my mom um, took over when I was about eight years old. So I'm 31 now. (laughs) So it's been a part of my life for a long time. And I have, through different phases of my life, I've either been a volunteer or a board member or an employee. Um, a little bit of my mom's story, how she got into it was my dad had passed away when I was really young and my mom felt like, um, we were really fortunate to have been provided for after his death. It was really sudden. And so that was a little bit of her passion and getting involved with, with ministry through her church at the time Mm -hmm. and just things unraveled. She ended up, um, getting connections to, I think, interview for her position as the director for CareHouse and, um, that was a little of her passion behind that so inevitably my, my older brother and I were exposed to a lot of carehouses beginnings and it just truly became a part of you know our life I think for my mom and ministry um, it's a 24/7 job you know many mm-hmm. people would say that and and so a lot of the kids that we have worked with over the years through carehouse have become you know literally we would refer to them as, as family members and um, for myself for a while there i was the same age as a lot of the kids that were a part of our programs and so those truly became my very best friends still so
2: So yeah. tell me a little bit about like going <laughs> through that life like for i'll give you an example um my my mom is like one of those saints also like uh-huh. <laughs> i mean she runs a um uh what's it called ham Wonder. food bank food bank there you go <laughs> so she runs a food bank over in la oh, cool. um since we were kids she's been part of like red cross she would go and do disaster relief like um she will like she'll cancel on coming to to visit us on a weekend because she's doing you know food for a giant wedding for people who you know they can't really afford to do stuff but she'll make all the food all the stuff get it get it all done like well, my mom just does like that's what she does right yeah. so i always i always uh Talk about her in the sense that, like, when she passes away, I better have a a good budget put away because there's gonna be like ten thousand people at her funeral because of the number of people that she helps all the time, right? Yeah. So growing up in that life for us gave us a different perspective we were always as kids crossing the border going to mexico taking shoes taking clothes taking yeah. food and you see a completely different lifestyle you mm-hmm. see kids that are your age or even younger struggling to do things like eat to bathe to yeah. the bare necessities mm-hmm. and so it gives you a perspective of you know like i am truly blessed where i'm at like i actually have it you know good even mm-hmm. though we were from very humble beginnings, my parents didn't make a lot of money, but they always, you know, they made sure we had rice, beans, and tortillas like all yeah. the time. So it's yeah. not like we starved, but we also weren't like extravagant and we were okay with that. We knew what we had was a lot better than what other people were, you know, card were dealt. Yeah, You, you know, for us, it was like on and off, mm-hmm. right? It was like, you know, we'd go do something, <laughs> we come back and then we'd be in, you know, normal world, whatever. You kind of had to live it every single day.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so how
2: does how does that kind of rub off on you? Like, how, what kind of person are you today? And or, mm. you know, what what are the, some of the positives and negatives you've you've had through that?
4: Whoa, deep question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for well, I have I definitely so I've got two brothers. I have an older brother and a younger brother. I think our experiences has have all been different. I think for myself, overall, having that sort of life. Really, Mm -hmm. uh, was something that I really enjoyed. There were definitely negatives uh, for sure because Carehouse is, you know, again, it's more of a mom and pop style. So my mom runs it all day, every day. And so with that, there's not a ton of, um, a ton of space really, she doesn't get vacation days or things like that, you know what I mean? So so with that, I would say it takes a lot out of the family as a whole. It's, mm-hmm. it's a huge commitment for everybody that's involved. On the upside, I think for me, it, it does inform, it did inform me in a way of showing me how to be grateful for what I had. I think on the flip side of that, or maybe, you know, extension of that is you get the opportunity to work with kids. San Diego has a huge homeless population and it's only growing. And because Care House is you know, essentially run by people that for the most part are born and raised and from here. So the cause is very near and dear to their hearts. And we, especially I think I speak for everyone on the board, like we get the honor of um, getting to meet kids and just engage with them, look them square in the eyes and say like, you can do what you want to do. Yeah. Like you are not limited by your circumstances. You are not limited by what you don't have. Um, we will empower you and encourage you and just love you to help you get to the place that you want to go. And it's really I, sometimes that sounds kind of corny or mm. really basic, but truly it's it's our call and something that we're really passionate one about. Of the
2: basic human necessities. Though. Yeah. To be accepted, yeah. to be loved. Like <laughs> yeah. if you don't have that, you be surprised how deprived people get in their lives they go really dark really fast when you don't have that for
4: sure yeah you can see kids like truly it's on you know on a more heartbreaking side we've come across kids who you can see they're seven eight nine ten years old and they've lost that light in their mm -hmm. eyes I mean I don't know how else to describe that and when you get to have the position of just engaging with them and meeting with them weekly or monthly and telling them that they're amazing, yeah. you know. That they can do it. They don't hear that all the time for whatever reason, you know. So we get that honor.
2: So tell me a little bit about with this shoe drive. So, mm-hmm. you know, our, our paths crossed. I mean, I've, I've known, I've known this guy over here for <laughs> quite a few years, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, but in a completely different space. Mm-hmm. And it just happened that you know we we're kind of going along the same path in the same direction. What prompted the the shoe drive, and and what kind of stuff do you guys do to to help the foundation
0: so um, we each, <laughs> I'll, I'll start off and then let cool. you take off with it but each one of us board members um, our, our responsibility is to um, run a fundraiser so we there's ten of us board members and, and it equals out to about one a month that we end up doing and Rachel came up with this one for uh she i'll let her speak to how, how the shoes will get distributed and, and how it benefits the um, benefits the organizations and ultimately the kids but this was uh what was cool is she mentioned it one night and then james and i were talking two days later and i was like hey man i posted something this is like one of the rare times when social media does what it's supposed to do <laughs> so i posted this this picture of, of like hey we're doing this if anybody's got shoes Reach out to me, and James is like, "Dude, I got all these shoes. I don't know what to do with them. Like, we've just been collecting them for no reason. So, and this was <laughs> no right? reason. Yeah, well, well, we had a reason. Yeah, we just yeah. didn't know where we were gonna yeah. take them. Like, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. Because we great, like shoes. Film. We just I oh, wanted to fill my garage full of shoes. That's what <laughs> I
0: wanted You're to do. Pick us off the podcast, you know? My bad. But, but no, like no, uh, no, no, no place. But yes, there was like, okay, we're gonna do this. We have a mission, but you don't really know." what the end result was going to be and and it was like hey i need shoes hey i got shoes <laughs> mm-hmm. let's get married random and that, right. was That's a, crazy. that was pretty cool so this is this is a pretty unique opportunity because and i'll let rachel speak to it we've been able to partner up with an organization who's going to help us get these shoes into a lot of people's hands at, and they have an amazing infrastructure to do this on a global scale and then from what we're doing is going to directly benefit us, and I'll let you kind of speak to how how this works. William, yeah, William, yeah. we were talking about logistical nightmares, and they're, they're <laughs> solve, they, What they're doing with the shoes is going to solve the distribution of it. Uh, it I, I want to clear, I want to make something kind of evident that may, many people don't know of. Um, there's two faces to homelessness and in at-risk youth, and what you see on the streets is not. Like, those aren't, that's not the homeless community that we directly serve. Like, the person panhandling, the potential at whatever it might be that you might see someone aggressive or some person you might label as homeless. They are definitely homeless and there's some issues in there. But, but we're working with, with families that you would never even know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't, you have no clue that they're sleeping in a hotel. You have no clue that they don't have food in there, you know, any food that they're going from, um, organization to organization just to get close to where, but we, we interact, we've, we've been able to find our way to this underground community that's not even, nobody knows, they're unseen, they're unheard of, and they're not the ones that are vocal that are out there asking for something. These are people that are afraid, they're in the shadows, and they're, they're, they're embarrassed of the situation they are, and we've been able to um, just meet them and, and, and deliver the need that they have uh you know some things like a toy driver awesome and all this great other things you might well intended do, well intended but that's not what their real need is they they might just need a turkey for dinner cuz mm-hmm. they don't have a turkey dinner mm-hmm. but um i just want to make that distinction of of who the the community that everybody that that thank you so much for 360 pairs of shoes Rachel was Getting like was getting like desperate. yeah she was getting desperate <laughs> angry and, 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 and like because there was Sad. so this just really you just totally um just flipped the script and what, what we were yeah. doing we did we we have I think and I'll let you speak to it from here I'm gonna shut up now <laughs> all, yeah. right. all good yeah. good good so how did you decide to go with shoes.
4: Well, as Phil said, all the board members for CareHouse are responsible for leading a fundraiser. And I was trying to think of something that was not going to cost anybody money, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would just raise money. Uh, I thought it would be kind of a cool spin. And um, so the premise of the shoe drive, I was just googling fundraisers for nonprofits that were cost effective. And there's an organization, uh, a for-profit organization in Florida called Funds to Orgs, and they partner with different nonprofits to help them run uh, various fundraisers. This one in particular, I think is I think is one of their most successful. And so, basically, what you know we've learned from them, and now what we're asking people to do is. And, you know are just asking are you looking for maybe a free way to make a difference in the lives of san diego's homeless youth and they're like maybe why <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like clean out your closet look for gently used or you know some people want to buy new shoes and we, yes. we obviously we wouldn't turn that away um we have a goal of 100 bags to fill of 25 pairs of shoes each in two months so that's kind of a lot to do in in two months and uh and so far we've done really well but there was definitely about a two-week period where i was really worried that we were just not going to hit the mark and uh so really stoked to be here i think what what funds orgs does with the shoes when phil mentioned that they make a global impact they take the shoes that we uh turn in they write us a check based on how much we have raised collected yeah. yes yep. Uh, And it's all by weight, so baby shoes are cool, but heavy Marine Corps boots are really great, too, because those are heavier. Mm -hmm. And um, so they donate to us financially, and then they send the shoes to different countries all over the world to people who can give the shoes a second life. And so that's part of the reason why we want to make sure the shoes we're getting are respectful of whoever is going to be receiving them.
2: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, because we've collected a lot of different types of shoes um our initial (laughs) our initial uh pitch for everybody wasn't clear enough i guess and so we got things like high heels and you know all kinds of different types of shoes but we're like well we're kind of looking for shoes that people are going to walk around in (laughs) because james you want to share your story because this is how it actually started was was through that uh through james's experience
3: sure um i was just walking through balboa park one day and uh I came across somebody who was homeless and was just crying. I didn't really know why. And she just kind of pointed down at her bare feet. And I live like two blocks from Balboa Park. So Mm. I was like, I have another pair of shoes at home. I don't need these. Mm -hmm. So here you go. And yeah, she just kind of stopped crying. That made her day. She was happy and... She's a little bit kooky, a little bit crazy, but you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too probably yeah. if I was in that yeah. situation, <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, she took the shoes, and that was that. Wow. And uh, basically, yeah, I came home. Uh, or I came here for the podcast uh, that that night, and I said, "I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna collect shoes for the homeless." That's Whoa. so awesome! And boom, so that's
0: that, cool. My first experience into into charitable contributions was. Shoes similar to like your mom. We would we would collect clothes here in the U. S. and then we'd take them down to ensenada and we would distribute them. And the what would happen almost every time is there would be a family we'd give all the clothes out, and then another family would show up, and they would have no shoes and no clothes. Mm-hmm. And my mom would literally make all three of us brothers take off all of our clothes and our shoes, and we'd have to give those away. And we would be sitting in the back of the you know the VW. In your underwear. In our underwear. <laughs> That's got to be yeah, weird wait, when you cross wait, the border. You, you, I was about to say, you <laughs> cross the border
2: that yeah, way. Yeah, we Then you go to immigration, yeah. uh, ma'am. Um, <laughs> Why, say, Why do you have these three boys in their underwear?
0: <laughs> she's like, well, I gave my, I gave all their clothes away to, to people in need, and they're like, you're a better person than me. <laughs> right. you know, come on, come through. on through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> No, I mean, but but each of us is
2: affected by these types of different stories, right? It's the mm-hmm. reason why we end up doing whatever it is that we're going to do, helping whoever we're going to help. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad that we kind of we cross paths. I totally. Mean, uh, there's another organization that's that's local here. It's all about the kids, um, and we've been talking about them. They they do uh, meals for for homeless families also or oh, world, wow. just for cool. just for mainly it's it's all about the kids but you got those families like you yeah. were talking about that just need that meal they need to have the food to cook maybe you know it, it, and it and the thing is you just don't know the situation i i mean you gotta really kind of put yourself in the mindset and understand that there's a perspective that goes on i i've always heard this story and, and i like to like to share it from time to time where you, you imagine yourself you're sitting on the bus uh this the bus stops guy comes in with like five kids and you know you're just trying to relax on the bus and these kids are going crazy and they're jumping around all the seats right jumping you know knocking your stuff over and you're kind of getting annoyed you look over at the guy and you're like hey you're gonna control these kids and the guy kind of just snaps out of a daze and he's like oh i'm sorry we we just left the hospital their mom died i, I don't know how to tell them yes. like yeah. The mind shift that you have at mm-hmm. that very moment, all of a sudden, these little irritating brats, like you don't think of them as irritating kids anymore. Like yeah. right? yeah. now, all of a sudden, you have that compassion, you have that empathy. You feel like, what can I do for you? Yeah. You know what I mean. You don't know what's going on in people's situations. It, it could be perfect, and then in the blink of an eye, yeah. like life changes. Yeah. And so you know, just having that perspective and and what and, you know, whatever you can do. Some people are very uncomfortable with. Being in that situation and helping but are really okay with contributing and that's okay, too So, you know, and we that's that's one of those things we speak out to our audience all the time that one of the one of the um, Main points of our show is to be of service to others and I don't know what that means for you, right? I don't know what that means for each individual person, but you know what it means to you You know what it means to be of service in the way that you can be of service to somebody else and it is super life-changing like, yeah. you change as an individual. We we're talking about becoming better versions of ourselves. Yeah. The only way I believe that really happens is by going out and helping your fellow man.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whatever way it's going to be for you. Yep. Just open your heart to do that. And I promise you, your life is going to be completely different. It's one of the most selfish things you can do, honestly. Yeah. Because it feels so yeah. right. Yeah. right? Yeah. You just want to keep doing it. Yeah. it. It's weird how that works. Yeah, but it it's, it's, you know, I, mean, you, I don't know what you call it. Karma? The secret? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. But... Yeah you know, find a way to help in any possible way you can. So I'm glad you guys are here. Thank you. I'm Thank glad you we found us. a home for our, for our, uh, for our shoes. Cause it's yeah. going to yeah, make a big, so awesome. a big difference, uh, in my garage, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but we're not going to stop the, uh, the shoe count. So, um, you know, this is a perfect time to to remind our audience. 365 pairs of shoes was it was our goal for the year. We're going to hit that no problem. But we want to continue to raise uh, shoes because there's people who are going to need it all over the yep. world. There's people who are going to need it here in San Diego. Um, and seeing as we have new partners now, we have a way to distribute these things. So I don't mind using my garage as a temporary storage space <laughs> as long as we can use these things. You know, yep. for other people who actually
3: need them. My garage doesn't need them, but we found mm-hmm. a home for them. So um, you thank know, you so much. Thank yeah. you
0: guys. Yeah,
4: Thank you.
3: Course. Are you uh, going to be continuing to collect shoes throughout the year or is it just like, are you guys going to have a stop date?
4: Yeah, so our stop date is December 15th and that is, so we'll have run the shoe drive for two months. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah.
2: Sweet. Well, ladies and gents, uh, well, you guys. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Thank Thank you. you Really appreciate you guys' time coming out. Thank you. you. Plus, you guys can't see, but Rachel has this really awesome skirt on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She sparkles like as soon as she came out of the car. I was like, whoa, (laughs) rock star status. All right, ladies and gents. Again, we're still collecting shoes. So if you guys got new shoes, you shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up 619-884-0045 or james at csfirst.com. He's also in insurance. So if you guys need to get your home, life, auto, whatever it is you need, or maybe you want to add insurance into your business, We do the heavy lifting for you, but you got to call James to get started. 619-884-0045 or James at csfirst.com. DroneQuote.net is our show sponsor. DroneQuote.net, go to droneconet forward slash business bros and start the solar buying process there you you don't know where to go don't have to worry about googling it that's where you start dronecode.net forward slash business bros turn that sun ray into some dollars all right ladies and gents (laughs) tomorrow um friday just a reminder we're gonna be filming my next parody video fish tacos So uh, keep an eye out. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you guys can see it when it first comes out. Laugh at me, but share it. I appreciate (laughs) it. All right, guys. That's all we got for you guys today. For now, we got a second show coming later on. So tune in. Tune in. Four o'clock. Peace. Bye-bye. And we're out.
1: Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email